0: Hi everyone! Thank you so much for listening in. This month on Coffee Talk, we are continuing our first theme, dubbed Healthy Much, Industry and Innovation. We'll be taking the first 10 minutes to discuss the ins and outs of the health industry and the new technological advances, and especially how this all impacts you. Of course, we'll have our returning segments later on in the podcast, so we hope you grow along with us. Let's Coffee Talk!
1: Hello everyone! It's Ivy here, and for this week, my topic for this theme is going to be about the overprescription of opioid painkillers and other sedative drugs. So Cory Franklin wrote in the Guardian that patients who once came into the office carrying their medications in a purse or a pocket now need a shopping bag. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And at first I was like, okay, this guy's like exaggerating a lot. Mm -hmm. Then I realized just today, like when my aunt was getting ready to leave, she's like, Oh, let me, let me take my uh, handful of medications really quickly. And I was like, so funny. It was a legit like (laughs) handful of medication. I was like, Oh my gosh,
0: yeah,
1: that's not good. (laughs) Um, so anyway, I looked into it some more and, um, uh, like I said, it could be dismissed as an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a survey conducted through the JAMA Internal Med in uh, early 2015 proved otherwise. Yes. It actually found that 65 to 84 percent of doctors are either very or moderately concerned about prescription drug abuse.
0: Yeah, which overall. they should be because I hear so much about in the news about this topic mm-hmm. and every time they're like, this is, a like, a big epidemic, and it's yeah. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
1: it's, like, you go into the office, you're like, I have an issue. They're like, well, let me give you these meds. Exactly. They don't explore, like, other alternatives to, like, maybe you should try living a different way. Right,
0: yeah. First. <laughs> I know. I think some doctors are trying. I know some doctors are, like, totally Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it is really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's still a big problem. Yeah, and like, the people now mm-hmm. that were prescribed, those, they're, they're addicted now. So it's yeah. like, what exactly. are you going to do to help uh-huh, them? Because so. they're, ex-
1: they're really, really addicted, I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: in this article called Powerful Sedatives uh, Overprescribed to Elderly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the one who writes this, Martha Garcia, she explains uh, a study that was published by JMA Psychiatry. In December two thousand fourteen, okay. where it was found that sedative drugs are widely overprescribed to elderly patients, oh. specifically them, okay. and this is dangerous because it greatly increases their risk of dementia and um, like heart problems. Dementia, <laughs>
0: yeah. Problem. yeah.
1: Then, yeah, then in like uh, younger age groups, mm-hmm. so um, it's just like why why are we giving these medications to people? Like, I know it is to ease pain, right? But it's like maybe, like I said again, Mm -hmm. like finding some sort of alternative. I don't know exactly what it would be, Uh but I think that it's just something that we should look at because like um, in data from figures released by the National Institute on Drug Abuse Mm -hmm. or the NIDA, it showed that between 2000 and 2010, that the use of prescription drugs has doubled within a decade and twice the amount of medications are being administered now yeah. this might just be because like m- like new medications are like coming, coming out in and in. can do like more things
0: yeah but like they're they're op- like the new ones coming in mm-hmm. they're all like opioid based right or a lot of them yeah so i mean like <laughs> sorry <laughs> like um the main point of opioids is to for pain relief right yeah. so then like
1: after a surgery right you know, but like, like after alternatives... Like a di- yeah, well, like... Or are they
0: not as powerful or something like that?
1: Yeah. Okay, they that's don't, the reason. But you know something interesting? There was a customer the other day who was talking with me. She uh, just came out of a surgery, mm-hmm. right? And she was in recovery for a while, and she was there. And, of course, you're, the patients, you know, are given, like, this uh, scale that you rank, like, how Long much your, your pain. pain is. Right. Yeah, and they try to keep it below a four or something like that. Okay. And so she didn't want any, like, pain killers oh, at first yeah. but then she was like okay maybe I'll try one cuz oh, I've like never yeah. okay. I've never had one before yeah and she asked the nurse like okay maybe I'll take like half of a pill later and the nurse was like I mean you can take like half of one you could take 3 if you want and i was like Whoa. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh why would they give, why would they give the patient like that much like yeah that's a lot like i know like you want to keep it under but three? <laughs>
0: 3 i know
1: maybe that isn't a huge amount but
0: it, I mean, isn't like one enough to become addicted to? Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, considering the fact that like she said she'd take half. And then she's like, why not three? You know? And I was just like, oh. Like, Whoa. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's definitely like something that awareness and education about the issue yeah. is like plays such an important role. Yeah. Because I mean, that nurse probably didn't. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe
1: it's pro- like, I don't, yeah. It's I like don't... a part of
0: the like hospital culture just yeah. to have like you know give them out yeah, obviously yeah if the
1: patient's in pain because they obviously job, don't know yeah. they can't they're not like inside the patient's head yeah. like know how much pain they're going exactly. through
0: exactly so that's a hard that's tricky
1: yeah but I just I don't know the fact that she was like half and it, it jumped to three and I was like <laughs> and, like, wow. and you know what she said she's like you know I did not feel better after that I felt like like stuck like numb numb yeah. completely you know because it's like it blocks nerve right? uh huh
0: yeah. yeah yeah
1: but it was just I was like is that really how you want to feel maybe if it's pain
0: you would rather yeah. feel numb than like, in pain yeah I know like some like medication in general mm-hmm. it's like I know especially with like mental health and like mental health issues mm-hmm. like medication can make you very very numb to your surroundings mm-hmm. but so like you have to like as you know their loved ones and I guess you yourself but if you're not in that position mm-hmm. you have to find the balance between making sure you're getting the right medication to control like symptoms that might be harmful mm-hmm. versus completely like uh like roboticizing yourself and like getting medications when they're not actually needed yeah so um. yeah and you know it's all about like finding the right dosage um and making sure like because i know some people are like um they they have like a loved one and they're they have um they They have prescription, obviously, to control something. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe they have been violent because of something. So, they take this one medication. But that immediately makes them, like, super docile. Yeah. And, like, really out of it. So, like, you kind of can't even have, like, a real conversation with them. (laughs) So, like, it's... Obviously, it's good that, like, they don't have these, like, violent outbursts anymore. But, like are they, like, really living then? Yeah,
1: now they're just kind of... Now
0: they're just sitting there on the couch or something, which yeah. is, like, really weird. And it's, like, so hard because you don't want them to hurt themselves or yeah, others. Yeah, or others. But you also want them to live the best life. So that's always hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, one thing that was, like you said, you know, kind of, like, having these when you really don't need them and also how it can go into, like, accidents, right? Right. Accidents, think, yeah, like, like having all these medications can lead to accidents mm-hmm. or try to like trying to prevent them, but it could lead to something else later.
0: Oh, yeah. How do I say
1: this? Uh, aftermath of it. So for your example, it was like super violent behavior and then they became way too docile. Right. But there could be one where it's like there's this person who's like struggling with depression or like chronic pain or something. Uh-huh. And so they take this medication to like help them feel better, but then uh-huh. it, it could make them like you said, more docile, and it could lead to, like, mobility problems. Right. Or just, you know, oh, OD, like... So, you know, like, you're saying,
0: like, medication to solve some problems would just cause more, some yeah. other ones? Yeah, yeah. a lot. One. Exactly. Which is really sad.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> mean, like you said, it at least, like, addiction, injuries, and sometimes, like, death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, there was this uh, kind of... Fi- there were these figures released um, in 2011 showing this graph basically comparing deaths caused by opioid painkillers versus mm. illegal drugs.
0: And opioids were, they were...
1: They, they oh my gosh. So they're like, they're used, right? They're intended for easing severe pain. Right. Right. But the misuse of these narcotics... Drugs actually cause the number of deaths by opioid painkillers to exceed those by the illegal drugs by over half.
0: Dang, that's bad. Like so bad. Oh my gosh, (laughs) these are like prescribed. You know, you right and like the doctors give like you know doctors can give them out really easily. Yeah, you know because you're in pain obviously, Mm -hmm. and they're like helping. But like, but and there's
1: like there's like a dosage for you to take and all this stuff. And like with illegal drugs, you don't know you know, like, how much is in there or how strong it is. Yeah, that's bad. But the fact that it it was (laughs) over,
0: like, double, I was like, oh, no. I think that's just, it's so bad. And, like, I know a lot of people wonder, like, what when they're, like, faced with this kind of information, they're kind of, like, wondering, like, what would you do to, like, help the the issue? And I think that, I think everyone should at least take some interest in government because I know, Mm -hmm. you know, some people just don't want to touch politics, which yeah. I completely understand. Mm-hmm. But um I think it's always important to have in have some sort of participation in your government. Yeah. And I think with this type of issue, it's really important to, you know, voice that like, voice the your issue. opinion, vote for the, you know, the candidate that like shares your opinion mm-hmm. or campaign or like, you know, kind of like help out sometimes. Mm-hmm. So this is just something that came up like if I was I was imagining myself listening to us mm-hmm. talk about this. And I would always wonder, like, what would I, what, what can I do as just like a regular person, person, yeah. to help something like this? So I would just say, like, maybe read up a little more on this topic. We have the, we'll be putting the, sh- the, uh, what is it, the link mm-hmm. <laughs> to your articles um, on our show notes, and you can like read more, research more, and then maybe like contact your local representative and see what they stand on it, and then you know vote and campaign for. I don't know. Was it like higher, more restrictions on? Yeah, I guess it'd
1: be like more requirements.
0: More I guess, requirements that you need to meet. I think there should be more requirements. <laughs> Take three, why not? <laughs> so it's like that. I think yeah. that's definitely an important thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, but I think so too. Really good topic. <laughs> yeah,
1: as yeah, it's interesting. Like I've got like a family member who's about to go in for a surgery, and we were. I was just kind of thinking about that, like. It's been on my mind lately, right? Because she's her operation is in a few weeks, but it's just like, huh? Wonder.
0: What you, she's you should gonna... like, <laughs> like watch in and like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, that was really great. So mm-hmm. again, that will be on our show notes, yep. the link, and you can go and see for yourself. And we'd love to hear what you think as well. Yeah. So just if you tweet think us. it's
1: kind of exaggerated that we're blowing it out of proportion, or like, yeah, this is.
0: Actually, something we should start putting more regulations on. Yeah. Mm. And if you have experience with, you know, opioid addiction, I guess mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to hear. Okay, so uh, we'll be moving on to our headline segment. And for today's episode, we have uh, one really interesting headline that uh, we both saw. And um, so we'll be quoting from this CNN article titled, Chicago's New Requirement for High School Students. No plan, no no diploma. (laughs)
1: That seems so daunting. Um, All right, so this article was published at uh, the time of this recording today, July 8th. And
0: uh, it's written by Ray Sanchez. Uh, So really in a nutshell... um, Under, uh, this is a quote, under a new controversial uh, requirement starting in 2020, students hoping to graduate from a public high school in Chicago must provide evidence they too have a plan for the future.
1: So this can either uh, be like an acceptance to college or a gap year program, a trade apprenticeship uh, or military enlistment or like a job offer.
0: Yeah, so this is pretty much... I thought it was really weird to, Mm -hmm. like, make this a requirement to graduate, Uh to get your diploma, but I also see, like, how it could benefit a community, the Chicago, the Chicago, yeah, like, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Um, because Chicago is, like, one of, it has, like, very high poverty rates there, there's a lot of crime in Chicago, Mm -hmm. Um, so I can see how, like, this came from discussions, like, from the school board or something, in order to, you know, Better the community and make sure their students succeed, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know like about making it a requirement, you know? Oh, like like proving that you have a solid plan. Yeah, because
1: I think the thing that comes to mind most for both of us is like when we graduated, like we had an idea of what we wanted to do. Yeah, I think maybe that's all they want, right? Um, I or think like so. they have like a concrete plan of like this is what I'm going towards. Because if it was like you needed like a concrete plan. It, yeah. it seems kind of ridiculous because you really don't know exactly.
0: Yeah because some students don't know but I can see because like now in like American society and like graduation and college you really do need to start thinking about your future Mm -hmm. in high school and like if you want to go to university or like so I think this is like a good general like gentle nudge Mm -hmm. because I know some of our peers like senior year a lot of them I mean some of them you know were going to university but they still had no idea what they wanted to study yeah and that's like I don't know I always found that really like kind of irresponsible to say something I mean of course like not everyone knows what they want to do but Mm -hmm. like but they not just, even having a general idea idea. And like I didn't really see they didn't seem like really concerned about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's just me. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody by that by doing that. But like that's just how I was raised. to yeah. be Like thinking of the future um, and making sure that you have some sort of plan. Yeah. And college was definitely my family's plan, so um, it's kind of, it was, like, kind of weird and jarring to see some people who didn't have that sort of view as me.
1: Yeah, like, we've, for people who, or you and I, anyway, I know, are people who like to have everything, not everything, but have a general plan for everything a that we do. Plan, yeah. Yeah, like, whether it's scheduling, like, a time to hang out or something as big as what we, what it is we want to do in the future past yeah. college. Um And, yeah, that brings to mind, like, uh, some people who just kind of go to college, go undeclared, go back and forth between all these things and kind of it's I think it's a very easy way to lose your way.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's like. But that's just from someone who always needs something planned. No, I mean, because, like, I know that not everyone will have their life planned out. And maybe, like, I, for the longest time, was, like, what am I going to do? But that was, like, middle school. And then I was, like... Then in high school, I was, like, trying different things, and Mm -hmm. I found something within business. So I think, like... I think this actually harkens back to our very first episode, or was it the second episode, where we talked about high school Mm -hmm. um, and, like, how some people didn't... or didn't take the opportunities afforded to them in high school and how we both kind of were, like, hmm, well... (laughs) So maybe that's, like, part of the reason why... That kind of um irks me a little bit uh-huh. because you know there are, of course, like again we can say this because we're from an affluent community and like we both went to a really a fairly good high public high school yeah, that gave true. us a lot of opportunity. But uh yeah, there are some people that were that yeah they didn't take every opportunity afforded to them. Mm-hmm. So that kind of irked me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so then as for like having it be a requirement, when we brought up this article, I was like, that shouldn't be hard, honestly, like to have a plan. Yeah, because that's what I thought. By the end of it, it's just like, or by the end, you should know at least kind of what you want to study. But then, I mean, there's the whole reason we have this spot when you're trying to declare a major called undeclared. That's true. Because you might find something later. Exactly. So like maybe just proof that you want to go to university.
0: Oh, no, but acceptance to college. Yeah, so I think hmm. it's... Yeah. Because some people might want to take a gap year or something. Yeah. Maybe... Yeah, that's weird. Maybe, like, an intention to go to university. Okay. At least. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> intention but that's to, hard, too, continue on to higher education or go to trade school. Yeah, anybody can just say, I'm doing it, and then not <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, but, like... Uh, this is a quote from an article. It says about sixty percent of district students have postsecondary plans, mm-hmm. um, and I believe the mayor. This is the mayor who said it, he said, um, "I cannot, in good conscience, as a mayor, allow the other forty percent to not have a plan that the economy will require of them later in life." Yeah, um, and that's that's a very like forward-thinking view. Yeah. Like he, it's, from that quote, he sounds like he is thinking of like the city's future mm-hmm. and you know these children's future. So, like, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I do too. I feel like this could be used as like a reality check
0: for some people. Yeah, you I know think what I so. Mean? Yeah,
1: like um, when like I mean, our enrollment day is coming up in like a week. Yeah, and so it's like I was, you know, I gotta like finalize how we're gonna finance everything mm-hmm. and how we're gonna pay for it, right? And like you know, it's shifted my mindset uh-huh. in a lot of things. And right. I feel like for some people who are just going into it, who know that they are like financial, I'm, this is just some people I'm not, I'm not, but for some people who like are going into this, knowing that they are financially stable right? for this, like, and may, this is just a hypothetical and may know what is it they like, or I'm sorry, may not know what they want, but they're just going to go into it because, well, it's like what everyone in my family does. It's just uh-huh. an, like another step. Yeah. Like, Um, I suppose in a place that I don't know any stats about Chicago's graduation like rates or how many people can like what percentage continues on right to um, the university or trade school but I guess
0: um, oh I think there's some right here it says despite a high school graduation rate of about 73% okay the number of Chicago students going on to college has not been promising an estimated mm-hmm. 18% of ninth graders graduate high school and go on to earn a bachelor's degree within 10 years. 18%. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, that's not, I mean, there, but like... <laughs> I
1: feel like there are other, like, obstacles in that way, though.
0: Yeah, you and, know I mean? you know, some of them, maybe the, the trend there is, mm-hmm. like, going on to trade school or something, or, like, yeah. a trade apprenticeship or something like that. So, I don't know. That's, it's slightly concerning. <laughs> mm. I mean that goes
1: into why does college in our country cost so much
0: that's a whole
1: (laughs) that's a different thing I know I know yeah that's
0: a whole nother topic
1: in any case (laughs) planning for the future is a good idea and I think it's kind of a cool reality check and it if not like um meeting it it gets you to think about that in a different way like Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like don't travel very much and don't know very much about other places, but I'd say if it's like an inner city issue, you know, and trying to break that, trying to break the cycle, you know, Mm -hmm. that keeps going, having a requirement like this could be a, a check and create different hope
0: does that home. make sense
1: yeah it does yeah. I get what you're saying like like you grow up in this one kind of mindset of like this is what's, this is just what's gonna happen exactly once I get
0: older and then this might be just like something that they're trying to do to break the cycle of yeah. that <laughs> mm-hmm. which I think is a great thing yeah well I think that'd be cool we would love to hear what you think <laughs> um, tweet us leave a Facebook comment or a comment on our SoundCloud track uh, and the link to this article from CNN will be in our show notes um, and yeah, this is a really interesting topic because I think both of us really, I mean, of course, we're from a certain type of community, so we don't have like quite of the worldview we have as some yeah. people <laughs> do. Um, but we do try to be as considerate of that, um, and hopefully that shows when we're discussing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to continue discussing more things like this. Because education is a very prominent thing. It affects us mm-hmm. <laughs> as college students um, and, you know, in the future, like our children and stuff like that.
1: How our society is going to run.
0: Exactly. You know, yeah, later future. on, because like oh <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah that's great so yep. we're gonna be moving on to our very last segment which is our questions without answers so this is where we'll be presenting a philosophical question that we'll be discussing because we love philosophy <laughs> <laughs> and um, we've Would love to hear what you think of this question and your answers to this as well. Mm -hmm. So for today's episode, we are gonna be answering the question, is science compatible with religion? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, pretty heavy one, I think. But Yeah, I think so. Well Um, like my first thought when I thought of when I heard this question was uh like like religion like everyone thinks, you know, based on this question, of course, like religion and science are like very separate. mm -hmm. But, like, I think maybe religion was used to describe science before science became a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Something like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they are the the prequels to what we actually find out later. Yes. Kind of like that. Yeah.
0: Because, like, religion, I think, was was, uh, developed, of course, to explain the unknown. Yeah. Which is what science eventually was developed is to, beginning do. to do right so like myself I'm not a very religious person um because it just never really um how do we say that it never really like stuck with me I guess but mm-hmm. you were uh, raised I wasn't like raised the- or my dad wanted to raise me a little more religiously my mom was more of like the I'm spiritual, but not religious type. Mm-hmm. so uh, that's she really wanted our like her children to have like an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they don't really push me to do anything like that. Uh-huh. so I wasn't really like super raised like that okay, <laughs> but, but yeah, I always thought I'd like the idea of like a heaven mm-hmm. or some afterlife or something like that. but yeah. then like you know, my scientific rational side uh-huh. of me is like, but like once you die you die is what it's telling you we have no proof of like that afterlife Mm -hmm. and then you know all these stories um of people who came back from the dead and Mm -hmm. they're like you know I was in the afterlife and I was in heaven and Mm -hmm. it's real like I was like well your brain isn't your brain like you still have like brain activity after you die so I was like maybe that just comes from that and Mm -hmm. you're just your mind just like same thing as a dream yeah it makes it and then you kind of just wake up again I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah I see what you mean yeah um this is kind of a weird question because
1: what comes to mind when I hear this question is the theory of like creation. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, yeah. Because, you know, we've got like Big Bang. Big Bang. Right? Mm -hmm. Which starts like this small thing, but then you also have God created the world in seven days, right? Yes. And, right? It is seven days? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I was (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. I was not raised religiously either. (laughs) Um, Actually, I grew up without, like, a religion in the household. And then for a little while, um, I lived with a family who is, or with my family who is, uh, like, Buddhist. Okay. Like, uh, Southeastern, like, Vietnamese, Chinese Buddhist. But then uh, we moved, and it was, like, more Christian-based, and we, like, went to church all the time. And so growing up, like, these two religions kind of clashed with each other a lot on, Mm -hmm. like, things. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. that's.
1: And then also (laughs) how they both like Buddhism was more just like following, you know, your own path and figuring out. Yeah. 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 But then Christianity did teach a lot about like why like how, like how all these things happened. Yeah. I you mean know? Yeah.
0: Because Christianity's like uh it's because you know it's based on the Bible.
1: Uh-huh. So, yeah. I what I mean yeah. is teaching from teachings from the
0: Bible. Yeah. Then
1: when I started going to school and we talked about like evolution. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Ah, uh,
0: <laughs> what's yeah, what's okay.
1: going on here? Yeah,
0: like you know, once um, that happens, it's like, oh wait, there's a whole other side to it. Yeah, and you're like, well, which one do I believe in? So I don't know.
1: So I I personally don't think they're the most compatible things when it right. comes to like how to decide what what to believe in. But also, I think just as a person, if you are religious, right, but also very scientifically yeah, driven those as well. There are people. I, like that. Yeah, and they're perfectly fine. Like, they're great people. There's nothing wrong with having both in your life. Right. But I think when it comes down to facts and whatnot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: things get kind of
0: fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, science, sometimes I think, like, oh, is science, has science not developed enough to prove the existence of, like, a god?
1: Something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So, so maybe so we're, if, not like, we're not even there yeah, yet.
0: Exactly. So, but then I'm always, like, like these teachings from certain religions, they are based on, like, other humans' words. Yeah. So, like, I'm always, like, we don't truly know what the word of God is if you believe in something like that. Yeah. I mean, people would say the Bible is, you know, his words and stuff. Yes. But, like, that was written yes. by human beings. Yes, so and then um, rewritten over. Yeah, and over so, you know, like, I'm always, like, yeah like we don't know directly <laughs> yeah. and I'm not sure if we ever will mm-hmm. um, and so that's something that like stirs me away um, yeah. and you know maybe lean more towards the scientific side mm-hmm. um, because you know the bible was written by human beings his apostles yeah. I think right <laughs> and he you know they maybe they just like maybe they got it wrong yeah. there are a lot of the things in the stories? bible that don't or seem misunderstanding? Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, maybe, the, yeah, it's like that. Like yeah. those things, like, did, would God really want us to, like, deny marriage to gay people or, like, uh, what things? else is there in the Bible? Um, like not eat certain things or something There's uh-huh. something like that. Uh-huh. So it's like that, right? So I've always, like, I don't know about that. Yeah,
1: I because I've always taken um, all these religions as... No matter what it is that you believe in, we're all sort of still connected by another thing, some some other worldly thing so oh, on a very okay. spiritual level. Right. And they are all there to teach us the same lessons.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because all me of religions. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, like, you know, all religions um, teach about being um, giving and caring, right? And, like, um being like faithful to people or to to the religion and like loyal they they teach all these similar lessons
0: yeah which i think just speaks well just in
1: a different way you know
0: yeah and it's that's cool because like i think that shows that all of us humans have like this shared Values of, like, goodness mm-hmm. and, like, order. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. And, and then how I, that developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then science, on the other hand, is us explaining or figuring out how to explain, like, things that we don't understand, I guess. Right. I don't know. It's just discovering something new. But mm-hmm. it's, I think it's kind of more separate from, like, that shared, like, lesson.
0: Yeah, for sure. That all
1: religions kind
0: of teach us. I totally agree with that that's a really really cool way to put it
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) thanks
0: All right. Um, so that's pretty much the end of our segment and we want to hear what you think if you think science can be hand in hand with religion we're not quite there yet Mm -hmm. or like you think they should be like totally separate Mm -hmm. um, are you religious yourself and then maybe you have like some sort of scientific background that'd Mm -hmm. be an interesting perspective we want to hear about Mm -hmm. Um, any questions you have?
1: Um, not really. Um I suppose, well, yeah, no, no. I think you covered most covered of it? that. Covered it? All right. So, <laughs> yes, we would
0: love to hear what you you thought about this and our discussion. What do you, what do you think about our thoughts on it? Yeah. We were, We hope we were, like, diplomatic enough. Yeah, about it. Um. Yeah, we don't mean to offend anyone. Of course, I think religion's a really cool Um. way to, like, bring people together yeah. and have... And it's, like, really beautiful how some people have such um, complete faith in yeah. it. And I always think that's really beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, like, it's a question without an answer. Yeah,
0: There's you're right. Just,
1: it's just a huge discussion yes,
0: yes. thing. So. <laughs> so that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so remember, all of our links will be on our Facebook page's note ta- Notes tab. That's where you can check out the articles and topics we discussed in this episode. Um, use hashtag Coffee Talk for any comments on any social media. We'd love to know what you think about anything we've discussed. And ask us some questions using hashtag Ian Ivy for our advice segment at the end of the month. Like our brand new Facebook page for long-form comments, um, facebook.com slash coffee And if you can condense what you got in 140 characters, tweet us at coffee W-E-N-I-V. Uh, subscribe to our new youtube channel where we will be posting snippets of our future episodes behind the scenes and some other projects we are planning and you can listen to future full episodes of coffee talk with Ian eniv on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash coffee talk weniv and tune in just search up our name there and um yeah this is a great episode right? yep <laughs>
1: thank you for going along with us and thank you for joining us for our coffee talk